You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. team on the Blogging the Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and I'm joined as always by Paul Stewart. Hey Paul, how's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, still sad I'm back home, but wish I was back in Texas. But uh, You but... shouldn't be too sad right now. It is extremely cold here. Um, I, I saw the reports. I'm like, oh, that's, that, that's cute. The way that they're, got... they're calling it a uh, bomb cyclone. A bomb cyclone. I think they're just making stuff up at this point. You could always but, call it a tu- you could always call it a frozen tundra, but hey ho. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's like a snowstorm that's like gone throughout like basically the entire US, and that's what they're calling it. But it's like a big old cold front blizzard situation. So you're not missing that part, at least. Just the no. the friends and Christie's and all that good stuff. <laughs> I the friends, the bars. All the food, yeah, I, I miss it all. I just like it, like for, for especially for like a guy like myself, like getting to try and come over once a year and stuff like that. It's like for me, it's like it feels nice to go over there, you know. Yeah, of course. Well, uh, we should have sent you over to the Jags game to uh, keep that win streak going that you had, but uh, you know, you you yeah. know the the amount of people who like, oh, you should come to the Jags game. You should go. Yeah. You should go. I'm at. I would if I had the money, but but, like, but someone sponsor me. <laughs> well, once I got home, some of the guys he's like, ah, "Dude, I wish I actually bought you your flight and your tickets so you can actually go to this game because you were a good luck charm." Yeah, I was like, "I was like, really? Normally, my my luck was pretty bad from the start when I first started going to the games. Only in 2021. 2022 is a whole new year. You were good the whole time. Hmm. The only win." Before um, New Orleans was a uh, Jacksonville back in 2018. That was the last one I witnessed it against the Cowboys. The of all the games I went to, yeah. And then it's up to like New Orleans this year, uh, last year. Then obviously two games this year. It's been on a hot roll. Yeah, you're on a hot streak. But uh, you know the Cowboys kind of their hot streak went on a skid. Uh, against the Jags, but you know they have a chance to bounce back this week on Saturday. That's yep. today um, mm-hmm. against the Eagles. Yeah, big big game this weekend. Um, against the Dirty Birds, which we I like to call them. Uh, I have no I have no respect for the fans for this team at all. They can <laughs> they, they can jump off a cliff, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, <laughs> Um, I was being there in, in a quite, like funny way. Don't actually do it. That would be terrible. Um, Just, you know, um, jump out of his mentions. How about that? 
Hey, there we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, That's the nicer way to say it. See, the funny yeah. thing is, like, if it was them, they would not have uh, edited oh, that. Oh, no. I'd say <laughs> that. I, and as much as I, I, I don't like to bash individuals or groups or anything like that, it's not my nature, but when you see videos of Eagles fans throwing beers from the stands onto uh, opposing fans or just like there to enjoy the game or back in the playoff run where they went where they went to the Super Bowl against the Vikings uh, during their NFC divisional game, they were throwing beer cans and whatever that at their kids and families and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, that that's class Philly. That's class. Well, you know? it's it's super funny when you put Philly fans like juxtaposed against it. They there's a um saying about Minnesota people there are called Minnesota nice. That's like how nice they are. So uh it's it's funny to see both of those fan bases together, or it was at least. Um, you know, I mean, see if they meet again. I mean, put it this way, I know this game is at home and stuff, but if that's one game on the road I would actually fear for my life to go to would be going to Philly. So I've decided like I do want to like go to a game in Philly someday, but I just won't go to like a Philly Cowboys game and I'll just wear completely neutral clothing. I just want to, you know, observe. It'll be like a science experiment. And try to keep quiet as well. People will be like, oh, Wait, hold a minute. That's, that, that, that's not that's not a Philadelphia accent. <laughs> I don't think I have an accent, so I feel like I'd probably be fine. But we'll see. Maybe I do, and I don't realize it. Regardless, we have some yeah. uh, we have some stuff to run through really quick before we get into the matchup, um, and it does technically, um, you know, it's in regards to the matchup. So. Sam Williams was ruled out today um, versus the Eagles due to a concussion and injuries that he sustained in a car accident earlier this week. He has tweeted yeah. out that both he and the other driver are okay. Thank goodness. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank goodness. I mean, Sam Williams is a, a lovely gentleman. Got to have the opportunity to go to meet him a couple of uh, weeks ago. And just to see him, like he's been one of those guys that's, like came in here, a lot of people weren't too sure if he was going to be that guy being into the team. And since he's been getting more featured into the as the season goes along, he's he's become quite an instrumental part and in, under Dan Quinn already. So, but yeah, I just hope. Uh, I'm just glad that there was very minor injuries, just like you said, the concussion, because um, it would have been a big loss if if we were to lose him like any further than that, you know. Yeah, I mean, Dan Quinn is already going to have his uh, work cut out for him, you know, trying to put everything back together after all these injuries. Um, you know, they uh, they also did mention, while while we're at it, LVE is likely to come back versus the Commanders. It ended up being a stinger on his trap muscle um, and not a neck injury, which everyone was really worried about. So that's at least a bit of good news. Doesn't help us out today. But um, you know, things to look forward to. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just happy that LVE's no had to go back to the drawing board with the recovery process. Luckily, it's just a center because he's been having pretty much one of his best seasons as a Dallas Cowboy. Like he's right up there with like a a, a oh god, our safety Wilson <laughs> Donovan Wilson. My oh, goodness, yes. Yes, yeah, so, so he's right out there with in terms of the number of the tackles and stuff like that. He's 
His, his production's been really good, especially like and even though there's a lot of criticism with the run defense, but he's there to like pick it up pretty much. Mm-hmm. So he's made a lot of contribution towards that. Yeah, I mean, and that was today on the fan. Um, that's you know, it's something that we're obviously gonna have to work to cover that situation up. And, you know, people have been talking about maybe Jabril Cox getting in there. I would love to see him succeed. Um, he's not been having the best of seasons, uh, putting it lightly. But Jerry was asked about Micah potentially moving over to linebacker. Um, and he's he just, like, basically, to me, he kind of shut it down. So he basically just said he's such a valuable uh, pressure player. Um, basically, like, I'd like to keep him where he's at. <laughs> See, I'm I'm kind of in favor of that idea because with Parsons' speed, especially, and if this is one problem that we had throughout the whole season, just like I let Parsons drop back a little bit, it makes the quarterback think a bit more because our biggest problem that we've had all year is the run play option or the screen pass, mm-hmm. which is the really quick throws, the quick, the quick reads, like to like basically you're basically banking on the pressure from the the weak side of the, or the strong side of the defensive end or a certain gap that may present to you, you then you change change your play. But I just kind of think with um this game coming up, it's oh dear. I think I, I, <laughs> you seem I, stressed. <laughs> I, I complete you know one of those days it's just where you just made just you've made the argument and then you just completely forgot what you were actually talking about. Yeah. I do that constantly. <laughs> But that's okay. Uh, we'll uh we'll get back to Micah, you know, when we talk about um a little bit of us versus them on defense, offense, offense, defense, all that good stuff. Um while I have you talking about the defense, they did yeah. upgrade um <clears throat> cornerback Mackenzie Alexander to the active roster. He is set to start as a slot cornerback versus the Eagles. Yeah, um, because obviously right now we have Anthony Brown out and the question marks around Kelvin Joseph right now is kind of quite alarming right now. If there's one area that needs to be exposed in our defence, it's that area, in our secondary uh, cornerback area. Um, But hopefully um, Alexander can actually bring someone to the table because we're up against like AJ Brown and a... Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Dallas Goddard's coming back mm-hmm. for this game. So they're going to be stacked up. The Eagles are coming to Dallas ready to really like set an example, and we need to make sure that we are prepared in all yeah. aspects of the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and then um, another one. You, you may know about him, and you may not. Um, I, it's not a quiz, I guess, but <laughs> the center Brock Hoffman was also activated. Um, so he'll be on the active roster for the game, just in case he is needed. Hopefully he will not be. But do you know anything about young Brock? No, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm actually not as aware of that. He's, yeah, he's but, a bit of an unknown. So, I mean, yeah. we'll hopefully not see him. Um, no offense to Brock, but uh, I'd like to keep things going the way they are on the O-line, at least. Uh, they see... They seem to be gelling a little bit. What are your thoughts from um, the Jags game and how they like configured that O-line? Because we were talking about, you know, all the possibilities that they had and they ended up with um, Tyron over there on the right side. 
See, I, I was actually quite okay with Tyron playing that right-hand side. Like, because when you put in the overall perspective of how we played as the offense and, the, and with the O-line especially, we did okay. It wasn't as bad, like, people, people, some people are kind of making it up to be in... There's still some fans out there are blaming the offense for not winning the game. I'm like, ah, despite we had 34 points on the board, I'm sorry, but I mean, um, I think Jaron Curse put it perfectly in regards to what you just said. I mean, he was like, if they if our offense scores 35 points, we should make it so that they win. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he was, like, he was very much taking accountability for that. But but yeah, but there should be no blame towards um, the O line because I mean, I think that. That was one of uh, Tyler Smith's one one of his most best performances in terms of physicality. Now, um, because he was given like the Jacksonville defense like a good run for the money. They had Zach Martin as always, just playing like Pro Bowl caliber as he should be. Yeah, um, but and and, and again, yeah. looking like a Tyler Bayadish, like he's him and likes a Terrence Steele and I keep going back to this like see with the the off-season work they must be doing right now with Duke Manyweather it's, re- it's clearly showing off right now especially yeah. with Bayadish because like I think he's like one of the least pressured players in the NFL right now yeah I mean it's crazy really to think. It's, it's crazy to think that statistic right now yeah I mean Going from, you know, he was, I wouldn't really necessarily say he was a liability last year, but he just wasn't, you know, dependable. Yeah, I think, I think the, the biggest problem was, was this, there was so many ins and outs with the O-line last year. It was like, it was like a shuffle line more than yeah. anything. And that had to change. Like, we're, thank goodness we're not doing this year and we're, we're seeing that, we're seeing that relationship build up within each of the individual linemen. And that was the problem last year when you've got a different guard beside you, or like oh, you always gonna have Zach Martin. But if your left guard was constantly in and out, like for was Connor Williams or Connor McGovern, or even someone else, uh, like it could have been Isaac Aracorn, for example, even though he didn't feature. But you get the idea. Like you're you're constantly having to kind of readjust and just like work on like build that communication and make sure everyone's on. Just yeah, it's. I can imagine for the adage it can be a bit annoying as well. So there's that. And hey, he's a constant right now, so that's good. We don't need any more uh any more rotating right now. No, no, no more rotating within the old no line. Like, like yeah. I think the hardest part to think now is like if Terrence Steele was to come back, which is not like not, not the case now, he's pretty much out for the out for the season. Um, can you imagine the dilemma if, if all if every player was available in that O-line with Peters, with Smith? It would be an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. I know. It's, That's a problem that I want to have. It's, yeah, it is. A, and also a business problem as well, financially. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... True. It's like, do I keep the young the young studs are doing an excellent job at a cheaper price? Or do you want the more experienced veterans that are costing a fortune? That's true. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll leave it to a uh, Mr. Catboy to figure that out in the. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Cat, um, but talk to me about this this O line facing that um, really intense Eagles front seven. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, so in terms of like Satiji Edwards and like the defensive tackle Javon Hardgrave, they've been for me the big standouts for this Eagles defense. Like, don't forget, like, they do have that first round draft pick from Georgia, uh, Jordan, uh, what's his name? Jordan, oh, goodness, Jordan Davis from Georgia, the mm-hmm. big, big guy. Like, he's he's had a couple of moments in this season so far, but they've also got Fletcher Cox as well um they've got a uh, hassan riddick who's had a really like, as, as much as i hate to admit it but he's had a really good season right now not right. as good as parsons mind you that's right. just me being honest but you can, this Edo's defense seven is going to be probably the most dynamic defense we're going to be up against and if that's one thing we've always kind of noticed year in and year out Philadelphia always reinvest in their defensive front seven. Like when it comes to like defensive tackles or edge rushers or linebackers, they always seem to do that like every year in the first or second round draft. Or it's one of my least favorite things about them. I know, and it's <laughs> and it's it's always a nightmare to like to study for them pretty much because the, the not to mention they've got Brandon Graham as well. Like he's been and, there for and Sue. I got it. yeah. So they've got another yeah. one Sue as well. So Josh Sweat. Yeah. Like this is yeah, this yeah, not your, uh... as much as I hate to admit that as much as I hate hate to admit this, but we're name balling here and stuff it's like that. It's the next world war, like I don't know, like world disaster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean it's it's okay to acknowledge the fact that they have a very good defense. Yeah. I don't like it. But it is true. Yes, I mean, just to give you some totals here. So, uh, linebacker TG Edwards, total of 124 tackles so far this season. Uh, with Kassir White with 85. Uh, Javon Hardgrave for a defensive tackle, 49 total tackles. Fate of them are solo. That's insane. Like for, for a defensive tackle this year. Yeah. Then you've got Josh Sweat uh, with um, how many? Uh, with nine and a half sacks this year, forty-four total tackles. So it's a line full of sack. freaks. They're all yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah. So just to, just to mention the ones with all the uh, with all the stats in terms of sacks. So Javon Hardgrave ten sacks, Josh Sweat nine point five, Hassan Riddick, who I just mentioned there twelve. Then you've got um, a Brandon Graham, 
8.5, then the rest of them are just kind of broken up to small individual players, and that, that total leads up to 55, which now leads the NFL. Yeah, and it's of note to me, at least, um, that teams are having a very, very hard time passing on them. In fact, they're hardly doing it. <laughs> so yeah. keep an eye on that. Um, if you're playing in your uh, fantasy football playoff games, sit any of the uh, receivers for the Cowboys because that might not be great for you. I would, if it was me, I would put more money on our tight ends in this game. Oh yeah, we get Fergie Ferg back this week. Yes, um, I f- he's still and un- he's still questioning because of the concussion mm-hmm. protocol. But I think it's just going to be uh, a game day decision. I'll call him likely back. We'll f- we'll know. I hope I, I hope he's back because I love mm-hmm. Ferguson. Man, I think he's absolutely awesome. They just they gel a little better when they're all there together. He's, do you know things he's got that 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 fun personality that that silly comedy self about him because you see him on the sideline with Hendershot and yeah. he just looks as though he's got he's got that practical joker self about him you know yeah I mean I feel like this team plays a little better when they're having fun so absolutely um yeah so that's just something to keep an eye out for you know um it's really going to come down to Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott to me. Yeah, and big shout out to Tony Pollard for getting um, voted into the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I thought it was really cute that he mentioned he oh, was talking about who reached out to him after he, um, you know, got the nomination or the spot or what what, what have you. But he said, um, I probably heard at 8 o'clock and I got a text from Zeke at 8.01 saying congratulations. So I love to hear that. And that just shows the true character of Z. He is an ultimate yeah. teammate. Ultimate, ultimate teammate. teammate. Mm-hmm. I, people like to forget that because of like his rookie year and like whatever. It's but if you look at him on the sideline, who's more into the game? Who's hyping people up more than him? Exactly. Who who's more give, try to like speak to his coaches about certain situations with the the gap assignment for the O line and stuff like that for his runs. Mm-hmm. What is he seeing? He's 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 constantly on the go, like yeah. speaking to coach, he's speaking to teammates like you just mentioned there. So if that's a guy you want on your sideline or on the field, it's Ezekiel Elliott. Exactly. And I mean, <clears throat> if you look at the previous game that we played against them, um, you know, we were able to move around the field a, a bit, you know. This is with Cooper Rush at the home. Now we have Dak Prescott back. So that'll, you know, at least give them a little more juice, uh, hopefully to get some points. I'm I'm, I'm really interested to see um, if they are able to, you know, get the passing game going at all. I definitely want them to focus first and foremost and very hard on establishing the run. I think we're all um, looking at that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And especially for like sort of our, like flipping over to like the defensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. it's like there's no Jalen Hurts. We're up against Gardner Minshew, who has more a tendency to stay more in the pocket than like the Hurts. Yeah. So that's an advantage for us. It it means that their offensive line are going to have to really put up with more of a, a test of likes of to Marcus Lawrence and Marcus Parsons to get to. Gardner Minshew so um, but in terms of like the offensive side of the ball I'm 
and this is driving me crazy. I've got a really bold prediction on in terms of office. Okay, I think we're let's gonna, hear it. I think we're we're gonna store really, really high in this game. Okay. Like like in my in my heart <laughs> say like in my in my mind it says no, but in my heart it tells me this. <laughs> if that makes sense. So No, that does, yeah. I, I, and you're gonna read really like, wait, what? <laughs> what am I about to say here? I'm gonna go with Cowboys 44. Eros 27. 44. Yeah. Holy moly. What did you what did you have last week? Do you remember what the score that you had? Oh I feel like you had it a... scoring a lot or no? Yeah. Because I feel um... like I'm just trying to see how on the money you've been. Because you know, earlier in the season it was like always right. No, I I had a very low I think I had as a low scoring okay. game, like 20, 21 17 or something like that. Uh, I think it was I think it was something like that. Well, here's to you turning that around this week and uh, getting it right. I'm here for that. Well, you you were Mystic Meg eh, last week with the <laughs> turnovers. Yeah, I with uh with Bland. I feel like he's uh he's been hungry for those, so he puts himself right where he needs to be. That's a good thing to see. But uh, but I was going to say like my actual bold bold prediction is basically being cancelled out, unfortunately, for this game. Because I was going to say Sam Williams is going to come out that car crash and put Garner Minshew for a car crash with a fumble recovery to the end zone. Well, someone else is going to have to do it for him. Someone will yeah. uh, carry on the so, legacy. Just, just I thought I was, I was writing bars there for a second. <laughs> Dropping bars. Yeah. Perfect. Well, you, 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 okay. can, you, you, you can tell I'm so convincing as a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have not heard more about a football team singing than I have all week with those, the, uh, I think it was the O-line of the Eagles put out like a Christmas Carol album thing. It was. Fringe it was team, nothing. fringe fans, cringe marketing. Jeez. I know. Ugh. They won't shut I, up about it. Well, here's the thing. And I don't know if you've noticed this on the, the world of social media and Twitter that the Eagles fans have already came up with their excuses and their insults for this game. Okay. And it's they're basically like, if their excuses is, aye, but we didn't have Jalen Hurts. If they win, it's like, haha, you got beat by Gardner Minshew, pretty much. You're like, I mean, uh, to be fair, we did that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But not to their level, though. Like, well, like, like we're, we're, it's like we're we're kind of like turn in cheek about it. They go full out nasty. If about Cooper it. Rush beat them, I would not. I would still be talking about it. My, <laughs> to be fair, Frank, we all would. <laughs> <laughs> I was like getting ready for it too. It didn't happen, but you know we love Cooper around here. Um. Okay. So let's see. We have, I don't know, Gardner Minshew, he like, he has a uh, built out bus, I found out this week. I feel like I knew that before, but I really learned about it this week. Uh, he's actually got a not bad record considering how many starts he's had in the NFL. I think he's only like thrown 11 interceptions in his whole career. That Oh yeah, I was going to say, I feel like another thing that they have really driven home this week um, oh as far as narratives go, is Dallas Goddard being back um, oh. and their connection. 
They will forever think that's the greatest thing that ever happened to them on draft day by doing that to us. Because they drafted someone by the name of Dallas. Wow. <laughs> no, they, yeah. How, how, how tragic by the Eagles. Oh, my goodness. Like, I honestly don't know what, like, it's like, yeah, he's a good player. And, yeah, it's just an instance that his name's called Dallas. Whoopie-doo. It's like, the ins- oh, they're, they're, they're insults are becoming very pathetic now. We're constantly <laughs> that. I know. It's it's really funny. I Like, obviously, I think I've talked about this before. And if I have it on here, I've definitely talked about it on Girls Talking Boys. But I somehow have accumulated a fair number of uh, Eagles fans as friends. I don't know what I did to deserve that, but... Uh, Meg, you got something to tell me. No. <laughs> but therefore, I'm privy to a lot of the stuff that they won't shut up about because they always are in my uh, in my texts about it. So Dallas Goddard is right up there, like might be top three most mentioned thing. Man, he has a good player. I will give him that. He has good. But... Um... Yeah, I, I can see where, where they do generally do talk about them that, but from a football perspective, but like we kind of mentioned, I think that a lot of us are the smoke and mirrors trap. They'd like to like just basically what they're known for is just trash talk in general. So, but yeah. but he's it's definitely a guy we need to watch out for in the middle of the field, especially depending on how we're going to utilize Parsons in this game. Yeah, I mean, that'll be a telltale sign of how that game's going to go, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, because if we are having passes more on the edge, then that kind of does kind of free up a bit more space within the middle. Exactly. And just to give you guys like an idea um, of Gardner Minshew, we're not you know all too familiar with him around here, but um, his in his last start, he played with the starters. This is a pretty similar team to what they have going on right now. Um, he went 20 for 25, which is 80 percent um, for 242 yards with uh, 9.7 yards per attempt he went he scored two touchdowns zero interceptions and had a 133.7 passer rating so yes is it a little more uh, promising to have Gardner Minshew um to go up against instead of Jalen Hurts yeah but yeah. he's uh he's very yeah, he's he's very conservative when it comes to a, a quarterback. Yeah, like if there's a, a way he can have the scream in a way, he's he's that that type of passer where he kind of waits to see what happens, like in a Jimmy G in a way that he kind of does that. But I'm just I'm looking at his overall record from tw- since he was in the uh, in the NFL at 2019. Mm-hmm. So he's he's, he's over six thousand yards with. 41 touchdowns and 12 interceptions in 29 games played in his NFL career. So, and overall a 93.9 passer rating. Yep, correct. Yeah, 93.9, yeah. Yeah. So, here's the thing. I I would much rather lose to Jalen than Gardner. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, we want the the harder test. Like, it's it's more of a validation more than anything. It's like, because you're always going to have that comeback. So, yeah, but you never, but we never had our quarterback or oh, that excuses type of thing. Wow. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, we kind of said that last time to be fair when we didn't have Dak. But I, well, yeah. I yeah, definitely some of us that as a crutch for sure. 
but I, but but I, w- I will say though that this bit bit Minshew, like of all the backup quarterbacks that are in the NFL, he's probably right up there as the best option as a backup right now. Yeah, it's no that you're right on the money there. Um, not I'm not looking forward to <laughs> to playing him to be honest with you, just because of like if we did lose this game for some reason, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Um, but, you know, at the beginning of the year, I think most people that, you know, cover this team set, set about, like, splitting the series. Um, you know, so this will be the test to see if that actually happens. Uh, I think I feel like a lot of people are picking the Cowboys. I really don't know what to really make of it, to be honest. Like, I'm seeing a lot of split between and our fan base, like, yeah, like they're kind of having a bit of doubt because of that game against Jacksonville, and it's really kind of took the the edge of the excitement of this game a little bit because we lost last week. It, like, we, maybe it takes that off of it for fans in a sense that, like you know, we can't really get the NFC. It's, it would be a lot harder. There have to be a million yeah. different things that would happen to get the yeah, NFC. Yeah, we, we yeah we would need to win every game from now. And, and they have to lose to, every game. Yep, and make sure we've got a bit better points for and against or something like that I think yeah um so we can pretty much concede that's unlikely at least um yeah realistically it's it's I don't think it's going to happen yeah I don't know I I think I personally think we're going to win um I don't think it's going to be pretty though I think it's going to be dumb and I think I'm going to be very annoyed by it See, this is this is where I was talking about. See, when I was mentioning about my score prediction there, right? I am in. The, I was in the same mindset what you were thinking. I think this is going to be a really, really tough game. It could be a field goal away, low storm perhaps. And I'm, uh, I'm expecting the Eagles to run the ball a lot more because they don't have Jalen, um, Hurts and and how we're going to defend that. And I can, I'm perfectly honest. I can actually just see them thinking now we're we're just going to be the complete opposite. We're going to throw the ball more and we're going to see a completely different, more aggressive side to um, our defense to try and stop their offense. And I yeah, I mean, see- as and we like- mentioned, his passer rating is not bad. He completes mm-hmm. a lot of his passes when he, you know, makes them. And you're yep. going up against like an iffy cornerback two spot. So that's a recipe for disaster for me. Um, <laughs> good for him, I guess. But we uh, we have a lot to look forward to today. It's uh, everyone <laughs> buckle up. It's gonna be a wild ride. Yeah, young Paul is predicting forty four. What do you th- have the Eagles at? What forty four twenty seven? I I know it, it, it's it's a wild one, and obviously I can't do my bold bold prediction. But um, that bold prediction. I'm trying to think of one right now. Um. I think you yeah, kind you... of gave one already. You think that the tight ends are going to have a day? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if Jake Ferguson's back in that lineup, he's going to come out, uh, gun slinging. And I was going to say Noah Brown's going to redeem himself from last week. He's trying to put in a stellar performance. Okay. It's funny because like he had a good performance last week until that last, the very last play. Um, Unfortunately, that's, that's the only thing people will yeah, remember now. Of course. It's just what have you done for play. me lately? You've got an interception. Yeah. Um, or you gave up an interception. Okay, so mine is that 
Zeke's going to get two touchdowns. Love it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to say yeah. 32 to 27 Cowboys. Uh, five points difference. In fact, what is the spread for us? Do you know? I believe it's six points. Ooh. Maybe six and a half, but I think six. I think I might put some money on that one, actually. Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, you can do that, unlike Miles Austin, who just got uh, in big, big trouble. Oh, I heard. Yeah, I just briefly heard about that. Breaking news. It seems there's a lot. Of, and there's also a non Cowboys related, but within like the mixed martial arts world, there's a bit being with fixed fighting bets and stuff like that now. So it's crazy. See, I believe that. Yeah. That's all. It's all the WWE to me, scripted. <laughs> um. <laughs> How dare you? I know. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was going to trigger you. Um, (laughs) All right. So both of us have a Cowboys win. Paul, it is a 3.30 game. You should be up in Adam to watch this. It is on a Saturday, too. So, Well, (laughs) this is going to be hilarious. I'll be watching it in my mom and dad's house. It'll be Christmas Eve. And, and, yeah. Have they watched the game with you before? Yeah, and they don't like it because I scream my head off and never does a pass a pass interference call. Yeah. So. So I hope they bought some, or bring them some earplugs. That would be really nice of you. Um. <laughs> I don't know who needs the earplugs up more, my dog or my parents. Ooh, good point. Well, tell everyone where they can follow you and uh, tweet along and either cheer or gripe. Oh. Well, hopefully it's cheers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah guys, so you can follow me at IMPstu on Twitter and Instagram. And I am at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, we are excited for this game today. Uh, probably more than we should be. It's always Dallas forever, Philly for never. And uh, go Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Go. Best t-shirts in the business. Go Cowboys. <laughs>